0: Welcome to our Reach Next Generation podcast. I'm Grace Jeffries, and I'm thinking about my future. To help me with this, I'm speaking with successful women to get an understanding of the challenges they have faced throughout their careers, how they overcame them, and what tips say for girls of my age. Today, we have a super special guest, Celia Walden, who is a columnist, feature writer, and novelist who covers lifestyle, entertainment, and opinion for the Daily Telegraph, I'm sure, Everyone has pretty much heard of that newspaper, and she is also a best-selling author. Thanks so much for joining me today, Celia. Can we start by you telling us all how your career took you into journalism?
1: Yes. Well, thanks very much for having me. Um, uh, So, with uh, with journalism, I actually started writing. I started writing pieces when I was still at university. Um I went to Cambridge and I was I wasn't doing English actually, which I know a lot of a lot of journalists did end up either doing English or or doing the proper journalistic training. Um but I was doing uh French and Italian um uh but I'd always wanted to be a journalist and to write um and so I sent the evening standard a couple of pieces from university which they published um and uh and then after leaving I went and joined the gossip column there which is a great place um to start off I would I would definitely recommend that to to anyone because it, you're really thrown in at the deep end um, and you're just uh, going up to people that you don't know, asking them questions um, and even though it's very cringeworthy at times uh, it was very good tra- training for me.
0: So when you were at school did you know that you maybe wanted to work in journalism or did that happen more later in life?
1: um uh, well, my father was um an m p who did a bit of journalism on the side so so there was um that in the family um and uh and and he is also a writer um but i think i'd uh, even if that even if that hadn't been the case i would have i would have wanted to do it from when I was very young and i wrote sort of all sorts of short stories and poems when i was very young
0: so you were quite into English and writing and that kind of things.
1: I was, and uh, but more than anything, I liked. Um, I suppose I liked inventing, inventing things, um, which um, obviously you can't do in journalism, <laughs> but yeah, uh, yeah. but uh, but is very useful for novel writing.
0: Yeah, you definitely sound very creative. <laughs> so you mentioned that your dad was an MP. Did you ever think about politics as a career while you were growing up?
1: Oh God, no! I would have hated. <laughs> have been a politician i'm afraid um i think that it's very admirable that there are people who can um do it and do it so well but uh um i think it's uh, it is i mean certainly at the time you know it was very very long hours my father would get back very late at night um and um and 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 unfortunately a lot of the time you're not able to accomplish the things you set out to so um so uh, no I'm, i it never crossed my mind
0: <laughs> yeah so I, you mentioned that you went to Cambridge University, but how important do you think it actually is to go to university? Since there's loads of graduate schemes and loads of ways that you don't actually need to go to university, but you can still get an amazing job.
1: I think it entirely depends on what you want to do. I think if I if I had known. Um, you know for for an absolute fact that journalism as opposed to writing books was what I wanted to do then it would have been very useful to do uh, to have proper journalistic training um uh like my husband did and and you know things like shorthand I never I never learnt but that would have been very very useful um and uh, i mean of course you can learn things on the job and in a way that is the very best way to learn things um but uh but I think um, that in the end, um, I, th- I mean, it, journalism is just su- is such a wonderful experience and it, it's so fun. And it's and it and it teaches you certainly to, to sort of stick to deadlines, um, yeah. to push yourself, all of that. But but uh, I think it it depends on what you want to do in terms of whether you absolutely should. I don't think I don't think everybody needs to.
0: No. I guess it's not always for everyone. Some people don't want a direct route. They might want to try different things out.
1: Yes, exactly.
0: Yeah. So, when I was introducing you to this podcast, I mentioned that you are a best selling author. Can you tell me a little bit more about your books and what was your inspiration to writing them?
1: Well, um, I think with books, it's funny because it's such a different is such a different discipline to writing um, an article, for example, because you write an, when you write an article um, you know, the telegraph might call me up first thing in the morning and say, We want you to write one thousand five hundred words by four o'clock this afternoon. And and you do it and and the adrenaline kind of carries you through and it's and it's really fun to have that to know that, that, that you have to get it done. And then yes. the next it's in the paper and then after that, you know, it sort of disappears. Obviously one hopes that people read it. Um but but it but you but the, the I suppose the reward that you get is very very immediate whereas writing a book um you know you can take years sort of one or two years to write a book sometimes some authors take 5 or 10 um and um and uh, and the and and the reward if if there is one is is much much more uh, postponed um but then it is amazing to be able to sit there with your own with your own uh sort of imagination and just um and just write whatever you want to
0: yeah. So there's a lot of talk about pay equality generally at the moment. So how well do you think women are catching up with men's salaries and getting those top jobs, especially maybe in the media or journalism?
1: I think we're doing a lot better at the moment. And I think yeah. it's, it's it's largely thanks to um, a sort of new transparency around salaries, which is which is really important because Otherwise, you just have no way of knowing, you know, what what the the man in your in exactly the same position is earning. Um, And um, but I do think we're we're doing much better. And and I also think that some of the most sort of powerful uh, voices in the media at the moment um, are female, which is great. So,
0: Let's talk about social media. As I know you have major concerns about people of my age using social media and what they maybe use it for. What would you say to girls, especially my kind of age, about how to use it, what to put up on it and how to be careful on social media?
1: Well, I, I do have concerns about it and I've written about that a lot. I've got a, a nine year old daughter, uh mm-hmm. and um yes, and she um as some of her friends are already on things like TikTok um and so on. And and um what concerns me the most about it is that um that it it, see, it can be used obviously in very in very noxious ways in terms of, you know, bullying in terms of making people feel like outsiders or, you know, that everyone else is having more fun than them. And, you know, when I was growing up there just wasn't that you didn't know what everyone else was doing at any, at any given time of the day. Um, and, um, so that aspect really worries me. Um, I think that the main thing is to not, um, to not start too early on there and to remember that a lot of the sort of virtual, um or followers or so-called friends or whatever I I not don't tend to be proper friends um that the the real friends are the ones that you meet IRL um and that you know you can trust
0: (laughs) (laughs) so the world is changing so much and so quickly what do you think work for women might look like in 10 years time or what do you maybe hope work for women might look like
1: well um uh, i work i work from home a lot but no but i mean that started before the pandemic because of, of the amount of sort of traveling um i was doing um and going back and forth to america so uh but i actually think that i hope that working in the office is not um is not gone forever because i think it's very very good to have uh, to have to, to talk to people that as we're talking, you know, in real life. Um, and and when certainly when people are working their way up through the ranks, um, people can it's so easy to overlook someone in, on a zoom screen or yeah. um, they're in their little box. And it's so difficult for young people to learn. So I think um, uh, in an ideal world, people would be 100 percent back in the office. Um, and then always ensuring that they that they help um, the young people who are, you know, coming up through the ranks.
0: So throughout your career, have you had any mentors or have there been any anyone that you particularly admire?
1: Oh well. Um uh, I've had lots of great bosses who've who've really helped me through the years. Um uh I worked uh, at the Standard, I had some great bosses there and, and at the Daily Mail after that. Um and um and actually funnily enough it's the it's the ones who really tell you off and say, Don't ever ever do that again in your career that are the most helpful I find.
0: So earlier you mentioned that you have a young girl. How do you find the balance with taking care of her and also making sure that you get your articles on time and you're doing your work job, of course?
1: Uh, Well, it's not always easy. Every 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 mum will tell you that. And and I'm sure lots of dads, too. Um, uh, But uh, um, I remember one particularly hard moment when my daughter was telling me I was trying to uh, finish a piece. And my daughter wanted me to play with her. And she was much younger. She was about four or five. And, um, I want, I was trying to press send on my laptop and she thought it would be really funny to grab my hand and try and pull it away from the send button every oh, time no, I push for yeah. it. <laughs> and I, and meanwhile at the other end in the office, I, my, my bosses were saying, where is this piece? We need it now. Um, and, um, and she just carried on tugging my hand away. Um, and, and I thought to myself, wow, this is really quite, I mean, this is quite something to not physically be able to press send. Um, yeah. uh, but I think it's just, uh, I, again, I am really lucky because I think um, I have so many friends who leave the house at you know 7 a.m. or 6 a.m. and they get back at eight o'clock at night. Um, and because I'm home, I am able to see her a lot more and to sort of hopefully manage my work so that I'm, so that we can still do fun things together.
0: Yeah, definitely. Wow. That story that you just told me sounds like it would have been very stressful. <laughs> it was
1: very stressful. Of course, she thinks yeah. it's hilarious when I tell her about it now. <laughs>
0: So what tips would you give girls when they start to think about their own careers and their future, not only if they want to do any sort of job, whether it's in tech or accountancy or even if it's in journalism and media?
1: Well, I think I think ha- trying things out is really crucial, even for a very small amount of time. And I know that now it's, it's probably harder, actually, to do things, to get things like work experience and um, internships. But I think those things are invaluable because, because I remember doing quite a few of those and, and that jobs are not always what you think they are, if you see what yeah. I mean. Um, so, you know, I remember someone once saying that they went into publishing and then they realized and and when, and when somebody said, why did you go into publishing? They said, because I love books. But that, that when they when they actually got into it, it would be like someone who loves steaks going and working at a butcher's,
0: you know, uh, so it's not,
1: uh, it's not necessarily... A, exactly what you think it's going to be um and, and and knowing that is really useful because I think you can tell from a very young age oh no this is you know this is not going to be for me
0: so I know you and your famous husband spend a lot of time in LA do you miss the UK and what benefits do you think children can get from growing up in the US
1: well, I'm not missing the UK with its mad heatwave at the moment. I,
0: <laughs> no, it's
1: the first time ever that LA has been about 12 degrees colder. Um, but uh, um, uh, I think, um, in terms of benefits, well, I mean, I love, I love the UK. I think that we are, um, we've got such a great sense of humour, and we, and we are really um, resourceful um, and and unique. Um, but I think what I love the most about America, certainly sort of career wise as well, is I do like an L.A. specifically, California in general, is the positivity is wonderful here. So I have noticed that if I interview somebody um, in England, it might be my friends might say, oh, You know, were they awful if I interview a sort of famous actress or something? And in England, they're more likely to go, gosh, was she was she really dreadful? Whereas here, all my friends here would say, oh, my God, I bet she was amazing. Um, And I and I do quite like that that positivity.
0: It's really weird how the UK seems very miserable when talking about famous people and LA just like, oh, my God.
1: Well, I think that we 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 have always liked to build people up and tear them down in the UK. Um, and um, and uh, but I mean, you know, it's it, it, I think it's a certain things are, are sort of in your in your blood, aren't they? And I think that that uh, there's a reason when 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 people in LA say "have a nice day," they genuinely genuinely want you to have a nice day. Whereas in England, people would just think that was an extraordinary thing to say. <laughs>
0: Well, I really enjoyed chatting with you today, Celia. Thank you so, so much. And I'm sure everyone listening will now be thinking about some of the choices they're about to make in their own careers. Keep listening to the Reach Next Generation podcasts as I talk to many more brilliant women. More information about us is at ReachNextGeneration.com and our next summit will be in Birmingham in October. And of course, thank you to our sponsors, Barclays Bank, Ideal Standard, Levi Strauss and Sage PLC.